Hafiday, welcome to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Ken Nicholas, and I'm joined in studio by Uncle Kin and uh, Jason Salas. And today, Uncle we... Kin's enjoying a muffin right now. That's why. That's a, what kind of muffin is that? That looks good, Uncle Kin. I don't know. It's uh, by uh, Otis. Otis Spunkmeyer. Spunkmeyer. Yes. Wow, wow. Our show. Our show went up. Oh, we we had to give up Asha, but apparently we got a budget now. <laughs> got rid of Asha, now we got a bunch of snacks. No, no, we got snacks. <laughs> but um, yeah, Real Talk is brought to you by the fine folks at Tango Theaters, um, where you can watch uh, Hustlers, new movie. Star- is it? It's Hustlers, right? Yeah, and I will be watching that this weekend because it I- stars uh, Jennifer Lopez. Um, it what- was spoiled for me already. I mean, the plot wasn't spoiled, but but basically, like, I'm I'm actually kind of excited to see Cardi B. In Cardi B is what I believe would be her acting debut, right? I guess. Is um, that movie where Jennifer appears topless or something? Does she? Stripper I didn't hear that part. Or something like that. Oh, she's a dancer. Yeah, she's a stripper. Yeah. And I believe yeah. that, that basically puts together some, like, is, is it a heist or a, is it a heist movie? Or? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm definitely going to see it this yeah. weekend at Tango Theater. Cardi B apparently is only in the first five minutes. Mm, okay. Well, so. Thanks for the spoiler. <laughs> Thank you, KJ. Um, but uh, you know what else? I watched something else on TV over the weekend. Actually, I watched it on the Docomo's uh, TiVo thing. They have um, uh, View It. It's a video on demand platform. Oh yeah, that's cool. It's like you know, it's like you can rent uh, new movies out for like two ninety nine or like four ninety nine, depending on what the movie is. They have like Aladdin. So I watched one of my faves, recent faves, John Wick three. Okay. So you can watch, like, I mean, I watched it on there. It's pretty cool. You can watch it from the comfort of your own home. John Wick 3 is awesome. It's got dogs and a bunch of tactical, like, gun work, which I always think is really cool to have movies that are supposed to emulate, like, what you you would do in a real combat situation. Okay, so you were were giving money to our friends at Docomo through TiVo, which is awesome, um, to actually endorse a movie that you liked. I actually gave money to Docomo just so I could go through Dark Phoenix again and basically laugh. Well, I mean, I heard it's horrible. I don't know if I'm going to spend a two ninety nine to watch Dark Phoenix, though. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't even know. Two ninety nine is a fair price. I it mean, is a fair it, price. It gave, it gave me fodder for Twitter, basically, and and, and people are like, why you got to bring up old stuff? But uh, you know, right now, new releases that you can catch on uh, Docomo's View It service, uh, part of their TiVo services, is a. Uh, Ten Minutes Gone, Aladdin, John Wick 3, uh, Men in Black International, which I haven't seen yet. I'll probably watch that over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix, like you said. And then the, their TiVo system is pretty awesome. You know, you can record footage. You can search, like, you can search an actor's name, and it'll show you, uh, based on the TV schedule, what shows that actor is playing on and when those shows play. Um it's pretty awesome and of course you have pay-per-view like if you want to watch boxing or you want to get the next ufc fight you can get all of those services on the one network hub which is their tivo service at docomo pacific so uh definitely check that out especially if you're a movie and tv freak and you spend all your time on tv that's a definitely a good way to you know filter through your things but today we're talking about something a little less technologically advanced nice i like that we are talking about the best medieval films of all time so we're being pretty uh we're being pretty uh liberal liberal inaccurate yeah what we consider medieval (laughs) yeah okay may i just uh inject sure our fearless leader and uncle ken can probably play moral arbiter here what exactly is medieval? Is it just specifically 
are we constraining this to the Dark Ages only? Or Okay, like I wanted to say as soon as Ken brought up the topic before, he's like, let's talk about medieval films. I was like, okay, Braveheart. Is that considered? That's... Yeah, you know, I consider anything before the invention of the steam engine and gunpowder to be medieval. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Like, I, you know, I don't know. I'm being pretty. So, loose. so we can, we can't have any like any Civil War movies relating like, to the Middle Ages, right? I mean, pretty, but I mean that's still pretty broad, right? So that's interesting how you say I'll say before modern technology, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, before the Iron Age. Correct. Correct. Okay. Well, so. yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So we so we can't say the Last Samurai because there was there were trains and there that was. Nah, it's not. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, man, it's I want to say that. They they refer to that uh, uh, era as the Middle Ages as well, right? Yes, 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 oh, yes. Okay. But see, I want to be like, because you know there are a couple movies that I think represent that time frame, but are you know f- they have fantasy elements or they don't take place on Earth, right? They're in a fictional place, so you know you would consider those medieval. I have a couple good ones that it's I know from the fifth. Agree. Man, I wish Asha was here to just like light your ass up right now. Well, you <laughs> know, like Excalibur, right? Like the Excalibur is clearly century. What is that again? It's from the fifth to the fifteenth century. That's how long does Excalibur take wow. place in on Earth? Like, is it supposed to be the Sword and the Stone, Excalibur, like a, yeah. like with Merlin and yeah, yeah. King Arthur? Is it supposed to take place in like a before, pre-Great Britain type of Europe or something? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, that was before, well, or I mean, it, it was like, before the United Kingdom, obviously. Um, so it is, I mean, it's like Earth. It's not yeah. like, this is not. Yeah. Because okay, okay, I'm thinking well, Disney's, Disney's sword. Before your info, it began in, uh, with the fall of the Western Roman Empire and merged into the Renaissance and the Age of Discovery. Okay. Ah, okay. Mm. So... For those of you history buffs, and we certainly are not, so we're talking post-antiquity, but pre-steam engine. That's the more difficult way of saying it. Yeah. Thank you very much. And you said I know, thank you for making it complicated. Yeah. From the 5th to the 15th centuries? Yeah, that's, that's what it's All right, well, that's oh, we're good. talking about we got, 500 years we got of a history. Huge, we got a huge time, time uh, span here yeah. to, to go. So I'm going to throw out one of my bangers right off the bat. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. You stole mine. <laughs> and I knew we were going to argue over that. Well, okay. Now, if we're, if we're going to start off right off the bat, that is, I would say, in terms of the time period, that is factually accurate because that was the time of King Edward, right? Yeah, this is right during the Crusade. Post-Crusades. The Crusades, yes. Post-Crusades, yes. right? So, Wait, Men and Thieves are... Prince of Thieves or Prince Men of and Thieves? Prince of Thieves. I Prince Men of Thieves. Men and Tights is cool too. Men and Tights is cool, but I, you know, I didn't want to add it to my list. It's, you know, I was trying to get more. Okay. Even though the the actual story of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, was a little bit because I, I mean, the Dark Ages people were, I mean, people were, you know, defecating in the hall if you were lucky enough to live in a castle. Uh, people were very, very poor. I mean, Robin of Loxley's story was, you know, steal from the rich, give to the poor. But despite all of this massive poverty and illness and the plague and everything like that, Christian Slater still had the best hair in all of England. You can get oil easily. The, Grease and oil is easy to come by. Dude, pomade, okay. <laughs> I think pomade came after the steam engine. I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Will Scarlet, like yeah, Will Scarlet, defecating in the castles or whatever is well depicted in paintings from yeah. that era. So yeah, yeah. but but I believe that that actually was closer to the to the lit. Wait, 
to the fabled story of Robin Hood. Right? What was that? I don't know. I, all I know of that is that and the cartoon. Like all my Robin Hoods, like one. anything I compare, like any new Robin Hoods, like there's a new one with the Taron Egerton and Jamie Foxx, which is kind of like a loosely based story on the Prince of Thieves version. Oh, okay. Like I only, my only comparison to those are like, oh yeah, this is, this must be accurate because it's a lot like uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman. Uh, you know, Morgan or, Freeman was Or it's a lot movie. closer to uh, the, one with the, the one with the cartoons though. The fox It is my That's my favorite Was that, was that a rooster? Yeah The traveling minstrel? Yeah, it was a rooster The big rooster That was awesome One of my favorite Disney movies Yeah But I digress You know what my favorite scene In Robin Hood though is The Prince of Thieves Is where that witch Like gets up And then he throws a spear at her Morgan Or he throws a, the sword Oh, and they meet each other when, like in the castle. Yeah. It's like the painted man. He haunts my dreams, and he's like the witch. And yeah, and then he impales her with like. It's like okay, that was awesome. I yeah. liked it. I liked it. Robin Hood. But she she got him too, right? Like she yeah, yeah, yeah. she did. Or she clawed him, or she did. I remember she wounded him pretty severely. That was, that was he, awesome. He did not walk out of there the happy camper. And there was no Prince John in that movie. There was just a sheriff of Nottingham. There was a little sheriff John. of Nottingham. Or sheriff. We're talking about Little John, right? Little John. Or I mean. Uh, no, the king. Like the, the no, print, there was no prince. No, don't get it twisted. Because remember, at the end, you had Kevin Costner as Robin of Loxley. You had Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio as Maid Marian, and then they go there, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, England is doomed. Everything like this. All of a sudden, everybody starts bowing, and they're like, oh, King Richard. He's like, you look radiant, cousin, and it's freaking Sean Connery. No, yeah, but there was who no, was in the movie for two minutes. But there's and he no stole Prince the show. John. But there's no Prince John. Prince Little John. No, no, Prince John. The, yeah, obviously there's a little John. No, I think that was made up for the Disney one. Prince John? Because there's actually a Prince John in the new one, too. Was like, there a uh, Prince John? Okay, okay, wait. Robin? Robin made Marion. Little, little John was the... Yeah, and then Friar Tuck. The Friar Tuck. And then um, the Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. And okay, then. I just got to say, Uncle Ken's feverishly typing this on his phone right now to fact check us, but I want to I go on record in saying the Sheriff of Nottingham in Mel Brooks' Robin Hood Men and Tice was way better than the Sheriff of Nottingham. In I don't remember who the Sheriff of Nottingham in The dude was, was funny, man. I don't remember who it was. In the cartoon, uh, it was a lion. Prince yeah, John yeah. is a lion, the younger brother of King Richard. And, the main and he was a corrupt one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah but that's antagonist. in a cartoon. 1973 animated yeah. feature of Robin Hood. Yeah. That thing was made in 73? It still wow. holds up, man. So awesome. Anyway, what, what, do you have anything else? I know you got I got a long list. I don't okay, wait. Could, could I say Braveheart? Yeah, of course you can say okay. Braveheart. It of counts. Course. It counts according to our criteria. It, it, takes counts, place, right? it takes place in Scotland. They were fighting the English kingdom. Um, that was, of course... Uh, William Wallace. William Wallace. Um, and he was fighting Edward Longshanks. Who I don't believe that was the same King Edward as... The one in Robin Hood, right? No. Because there, there, were, there be. were numerous... It can't be. I don't think so. This yeah. Medieval, a medieval uh, form of uh, Brexit, I guess, uh, if you want to... Brexit. Ah. <laughs> there you nice. go. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a sad movie, and, though. And, actually, have you ever heard or like read the Wikipedia article about, uh, about William Wallace? Is there oh. is a... You know how they, they made... Or they mentioned this in the movie, but they would always, you know, how his legend grew. And in the Scottish Highlands, they would, oh, William Wallace, he stands nine feet tall. He, he stabs men with his sword and blows fire out his arse. 
<laughs> yeah, so what? Arse, not not ass. No, but what are you saying about the wiki? But, but in Scotland, there is a there is a statue, and I, I I'm not sure if it's um if it's sculpted marble or if it's like it's bronze and everything. But I think they said the thing is like 12 feet tall, and apparently Scottish lore for a while said that that was actually to scale. Oh wow! You know, a couple that's of months cool. ago they found a graveyard, which they believe is William Wallace. Really? Yeah, that's that's what I read a couple of months ago. But you know, there's the internet. I believe it's true. The internet never lies, but mm. that, that, that might be questioned. <laughs> and then, of course, the very corruptible um, Prince of Scotland, Robert the Bruce, who there, there's now that show on was it Netflix came out with a, a show just about, you know, it's it's kind of like the prequel to um, the story of William Wallace. It's about Robert the Bruce and his ascension to the throne. Oh, really? But remember, like his dad was leprous and, you know, like he, he, he was still the king, but he couldn't rule. And he even said, you know, basically my entire kingdom i want you to have land and title but i can't serve because i'm sickly and my entire life is kissing the arse of the english king Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i mean that what a gory movie that was i mean that that movie that movie's got more blood and guts than like some horror movies but epic fight scene remember that one yeah you think that is like the biggest movie of of mel gibson's career I mean, because, you know, he really made similar movies. Like, The Patriot is really a similar type of film. I agree. Film, I've you know what I'm saying? Before. It's, it's like, an American version of... Yeah, of, yeah, of Braveheart. Epic, but as far as making the most, uh, and as far as box office is concerned, I think it's uh, the movie in which it's heavily involved. It's The, the Passion of Christ. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the Passion of Oh, yeah. But you know what's crazy, too? Is like, when you think, you know, Uncle Ken's a, a U.S. Army vet, but... The way that that warfare has changed mm-hmm. in in centuries of battle, like before, like we talk about, like um, uh, the medieval movies that we're talking about now, and then um, Last Samurai, mm-hmm. and like even even through um, uh, the Civil War in the U.S. and everything, you would have these garrisons or you know brigades of men just stand there, and then they would they would fire their weapons, and you'll have volley after volley and then only after they've expended right Uncle Ken as, yeah. as soon as they've expended all their ammunition then you charge and then it's man versus man with bayonet but I mean you'd lose like yeah, a yeah. thousand people per battle and <laughs> yeah but at that time you know weaponry changed over the years and of course strategies and, and, and the way technology works in which you have pistols and guns and that on the future but during those particular times you, your greatest asset would be people Soldiers, but you would lose so many human resources, yeah, and but and then that then that either evolved or devolved depending on how you look at it to yeah. to guerrilla warfare, and it's like why do we have to waste a thousand highly trained men that our yeah. government spent you know tens of thousands of dollars to prepare, only to have them get lost in like the first five minutes and everything? We can be a little bit, we can train our men with cunning. Well, unless you fast forward and you watch uh, what's that Saving Private Ryan and mm. you see that scene the first twenty minutes of that movie. Yeah. That was Normandy, right? Yeah. Normandy. Storming the beach. And yeah. to wonder whether that really holds true because of human life at that particular time. Okay. It's like and also the if same we, thing as being in the medieval... If place. we go back in history before the medieval times, but like you take a movie like Troy, right? When you had these again huge swaths of, of warriors about to go head to head, but the commanders would always walk out and they would meet, they would shake hands, they would exchange gifts, and they would say, I will remember your name. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I will tell I will tell my children that I honor. I was privileged to. Yeah, I mean, there was honor between was enemies. Honor. Yeah, and uh, all the way into the Revolutionary War when the Brits came to America and uh, at that time the colonies and they were fighting and these guys were standing 
But yeah. they were firing their pistols. They were not behind any tree or anything like this. They just, you know, when the count of three, pick up your guns and fire all at the same time. And it's like it's inconsequential as far as human life was concerned at that particular time. But it's because what you're feeling at that time. And I mm -hmm. believe that medieval wars were actually based on that. It's what you believe in very, very strongly mm -hmm. about uh, where you're at and what you're trying to protect. Mm -hmm. I also believe that since we're talking about um, Braveheart, I think I read somewhere that they said a lot of Mel Gibson's speech when he's riding back and forth on the horse before the first the first big battle before they take the uh, when they fought at Falkirk I know that was um, not Dunkirk but Falkirk um, I think he improvised a little of that speech. Wow, it was awesome. But that, that no the scale of that movie. movie was massive. Yeah, that's it a was. long freaking movie too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a good movie. That was really good. So we can we can accept. Yeah, we accept, we're accepting okay. Braveheart for sure. Oh yeah, your turn, Uncle Ken. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm unprepared for this. I'm just looking. No at worries, no worries. Okay, I got one. I don't even really remember what happened at the end of the movie. It's just some parts of it is really like they sit with me. I know as a kid, I used to watch this at my grandma's house on HBO. It's Lady Hawk with Matthew Broderick. Oh, and Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. That's a good one, right? Where like a. Uh, he, uh, she changes into the bird. She gets cursed, yeah. right? And she changes into the bird, and he changes into the wolf, or that guy changes into the wolf. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. It's fantasy. It's not really, you know, obviously there's no yeah. thick, uh, historical relevance to it, but I like that, Lady Hawk. Mm. Willow. Willow counts, right? Willow's medieval, right? There's horses, there's swords. That wasn't even on Earth, right? You're talking about like. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's not on Earth. Like, obviously, there's, like, sorcerers and stuff and Mad Mardigan, right? That's Val Kilmer's name. The you know, I only watched Willow one time in my entire life, and that was in the theater. Willow's awesome. And the guy, well, I, I do know that the guy who played Willow was the guy who played... Uh, Leprechaun. <laughs> oh, was he also? I was going to say he played, um, what's the name, the Ewok. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the main Ewok in... Um, the Party. No, no. Um, ah, what is his name? And Willow, right? We're talking about Willow. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. We have uh, Warwick Davis. Warwick there. Warwick yeah. Davis. Wow, yeah. Kilmer was there. Jeez. Yep. Yep. And, and also uh, Joanne. Wait. Joanne Whaley. Joanne Wally Kilmer. That's before they got married, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, that's and of where course, they met, probably. Yeah. Joanne Wally went on to much bigger and broader and more substantial moments in cinema history when she was in Navy SEALs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. And her, she got uh, to sleep with Michael Bien, who is like an all-time great military. <laughs> Oh, military actor the Terminator Hunter yes yeah. okay wait Uncle Kit what is that one movie I I don't think it's Lawrence Arabia Lawrence Olivier, Olivier. no it's um, it's an old movie but it's not not The King and I not The Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe um, it's an old movie about like it's about King Richard ah. it's a black and white movie Whoa. I think it may be Lawrence Olivier I can't remember it but I, I remember we watched that movie in like social studies class in 7th grade and it was really good yeah, got me. Oh, got me yes. on this one. Okay, well, well, that's one of yours. The movie you can't remember. The movie I can't remember. <laughs> can we address the elephant in the room, please? Okay, since you said Princess Bride, Princess freaking Bride. Man. Okay, yeah, yeah. Princess, Princess Bride, Bride is thumbs up, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Princess no Bride what. counts. Yeah, no matter. It's what. awesome. Do you think that's like one of the most significant movies in cinema history? Oh yeah, I think so. Uh, 
I think so. It opens up with like Fred, everyone should just watch it, you know. It opens up with Fred Savage, and I remember my mom took my sister and I to watch it like on a Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. She's like, "Hey, there's a new movie." I was like, "Oh, I went there." I was in from moment one. I was like, "Hey, Wonder Years guy," and then um, what's it? Um, not uh, not Beretta. Um, the grand the grandfather. He's watching. He's watching Fred Savage because Fred Savage is homesick, and he goes, "I'm gonna read you this story, my boy. It's called The Princess Bride." Licks his thumb and everything. He's like, "Who is?" The guy with the, the crooked eye. He, he played that uh, that detective. Oh, jeez, you got me again. We can't remember. It. I can't remember. It's been so long. I mean, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll check. Uh, Andre out the here. Giant was <laughs> Andre the Giant. Yeah. Was um, Finnick. Yeah. What's Carrie? Uh, Carrie Ells. Carrie Ells was. Yeah. Wesley. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and he he got wind that they're trying to do a remake in that movie, and he says you're going to spoil everything mm. if you do that. Robin so, Wright was Princess Buttercup, of course. The movie that broke her. Yeah, I remember. I was I was thinking I was watching this movie and I was like, wait, is this supposed to be funny? Because I found myself like, as you wish, you know, like I was like, dude, that's a funny joke, man. I was like, am I supposed to be laughing at this good? And then it's a good movie. I like it. And then I like have... the bald dude who like went on to like mm. play like Stewie's evil twin in uh, in Family Guy because. What you don't see is that I've switched the flag of the mead. And what you don't know, but I know because I'm smarter than you, is that I've switched your flagon with my flagon, but you've got the mead in it. So I drank this, and I've already got it. <laughs> and then he goes, but what you didn't know is I've developed a tolerance for poison every, every day. Oh, man, that's so good. Cool movie. Uh, Billy Crystal was there. Of course. Mandy Patinkin. Man- Mandy Patinkin was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, Wallace Shawn. Okay. Yeah, Wallace Shawn was like, there was a. You, again, you have to give us the Manny Patinkin line. I don't what, what? I don't know what. My name is Enrico Mentoya. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Peter Falk. Peter Falk, there. Colombo. Colombo, yes. Columbo. Not, not Beretta. Not Colombo. Colombo. No, Beretta. Yes. All right, how about Kingdom of Heaven? Hmm. Orlando, it's the Ridley Scott movie about the Crusades. Orlando Bloom, Liam Neeson. I didn't see it, so I'm. I, I didn't either. Really uh, good, yeah. really really good. Like, How old is that? Period piece. Must be fairly 2000, recent. I want to say 2007, and maybe it's older than that. Maybe it's 2005. Oh, okay. Well, th- this is this is Orlando Bloom right after he made during the Lord yeah. of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. During. Okay. During. Yeah. So I mean. Wow. So it's an amazing movie. It's who, really really good. Who is he in Kingdom of Heaven? He's a one of the soldiers in the Crusade, and then uh, you know. He's not a warrior at first, but later he becomes like a... His wife died, and yeah. he, um, he was the village blacksmith. Wow, so he yeah. goes from Legolas to... to Dude, it is awesome. Soldier in the Crusade. Not bad. It is really good. It's actually really, really good. Surprisingly good. I don't know. I'm going to watch that again. It's so good. Edward Norton was there. Yeah, Edward Norton's in yeah. it. He plays the uh, King Baldwin. It's got a huge cast. This is really okay, well, when you said Edward Norton, I had a hard time envisioning that because I was like, I can't see Edward Norton. In, like, <laughs> But when he said yeah. King, I was like, okay, I, I can yeah. see that. I, I only ever see Edward Norton in a suit or in a wife beater shirt because, you know. Yeah, American History X, yeah. Oh, I, I, was, I was thinking Fight Club, but American History X. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, American History X, I was going to say, I can only see Edward Norton like bald and dunking on some dude. <laughs> dude, that dunk was legit, man. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to say, since, okay, since you brought up the Crusades, I would, have, I would say, and this is a stretch, Ken's going to go crazy. Uncle Ken's probably going to think I'm right. 
Asha's watch, listening to this somewhere on the other side of the planet and cracking up right now. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Thank you. That was in the back of my mind. Can please please tell the audience listening right now what your reaction was because I, I have no reaction. You I, almost popped your neck. You were shaking your head so. Violently. No, I, I didn't shake my head at all. I don't. I think it's fine. I only bring that up because I mean it is a period piece took place during that period, right? So I guess it counts. Well, because um, the whole story of Vlad the Impaler was that he fought in service of God. He fought for the Catholic Church, and then like the priests lied to him because he wanted to come home to Mina, his true love. Mm-hmm. He went back there and then they told her that he died in the Crusades, so she threw herself off a cliff. He went back there, found his love had perished and everything, and the, and the priests were like, okay, well, sorry, bro, you got to get back in the, into, yeah. into battle. And he gets so pissed off, he renounces God and damns his own soul and becomes, yep. you know... Becomes what he was yeah was impaling and becomes a creature of the night yes i am vlad oh man gary Oldman. gary oldman was fantastic and i don't know why people don't like that movie why is he so underrated gary oldman was you know why i don't know why he's so underrated but he is a really really good actor i've never you're saying gary oldman was underrated or the movie's underrated no 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 gary oldman is underrated well maybe popularity right well okay so gary oldman has played Drac- he's played Count Dracula. He's played... The dude from Fifth Element. The dude yeah. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. the weird hair. He's played Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. He's he, played... He played the super crazy detective in The Professional. The- yeah. Yeah. He's played Commissioner Gordon in Batman. Yeah. He's played... Um, wait, w- was he uh, Lincoln? No, no, no. He, no, he was... Um, well, who, who was he, he was recently? Um, what, what American figure was he recently? He was... Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I read about that. I don't know. I think he was one of the presidents. But yeah, no, Gary Oldman has had some slamming roles. And he was so good in Dracula. And I mean... He was great. In even though Keanu Reeves really did not sell me on his, his faux English accent <laughs> as Jonathan Harker. <laughs> I mean... It's hard to imagine him, you know? Ted and Bill was great. But you know, even... I mean... But that having been said, uh, Winona Ryder was great. Oh, yeah. She's great in anything. Sir Anthony Hopkins was great. But I mean, Gary Oldman, I mean, what a showcase of his ability. You know what's the best part of Bram Stoker's Dracula? Remember when, um, when uh, Keanu Reeves is like, is like at the door and he's about to like knock and all you see is like the shadow of, of Count Dracula is like going up there and he's like trying to like choke him from behind and the actual person is like standing there and everything to show the... It's like, dude, this guy really is the undead. But it, it it didn't just show Dracula as the maniacal, ravenous, you know, murderer. It showed him as he's someone who made a bad choice. At the end of the movie, you know, his soul is redeemed and, you know, he makes his peace uh, with God. But um, it really showed how how vampires are romanticists. It's a love story. Yes. It is a love story. Yes, Absolutely. He played Winston Churchill. Churchill, there, thank you. Yeah, he played Churchill. Darkest Hour. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right, how about... some scenes there. It's pretty good. How about... Uh, have you watched Beowulf? Oh, yeah. The cartoon one? Yeah. With uh, An- uh, Angelina Jolie. Wait, was that... um? Russell was Russell Crowe Beowulf? I don't know who it was. Maybe it was Gerard Butler, maybe? I don't know. Who is Beowulf in that movie? I remember he yells, I am... Be- Wait, what was the dragon's name? 
The dragon? Yeah. I mean, if you... If, okay, if you read Beowulf, that's like, like his big... Wait, was it the dragon or the troll? The troll. The troll, okay, sorry. Grindel? Yeah. Grindel, right? That's his name. And uh, well, actually, the witch is the real bad guy, right? Angelina Jolie's character. Because yeah. he kills Grendel, whatever the guy's name is. But I like that. I thought it was pretty... That's one of the best uh, intros to animated, like, full feature films that was ever made. You know, mm-hmm. where they use that... I don't know what you kind of... What you call that CGI, where they base it off of the real... Uh, physical attributes of the person. I think it's yeah. a combination of motion capture and. It was like, awesome. I think wait, it was one of the best at it. It's 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 not pure pure. Yeah, animation, it's not right? pure animation. It's like yeah, motion capture. Because uh, like what was it a uh, that Final Fantasy movie? Spirits Within. Yeah, that that was that was true CGI. That's true yeah. CGI. Yeah. yeah, but this this one was more based on. Yeah, that, that blew everybody away. Um, yeah, wait, like what, that. What country is Beowulf from? That's. Scandinavia. Scandinavia, right? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, somewhere down here. Yeah, I guess. Tamuni? <laughs> it's not daddy, though. <laughs> I, I have one pick. I know you guys probably never watched this. 13th Warrior. Antonio Banderas. It's u- loosely based off Beowulf. So the story of Beowulf is this guy is a notorious warrior. like, And in his hometown, there is a troll that you know, uh, plagues the town and he kills the troll and the troll has a mom and the mom vows vengeance on Beowulf and then eventually Beowulf kills the mom. She's a witch, right? So this story is basically like a loose retelling of it Um, and Antonio Banderas plays uh, this Spanish soldier or merchant or something and somehow gets mixed up with uh, Norse travelers and uh, on these travels, um, there's some kind of uh, oracle that tells them, like, in order to fight this next adventure, that you need to bring 13 people, and one of them cannot be Norse. So he happens to be the only guy in the area that's wow. not Norse. So they, these 12, like, Vikings take Antonio Banderas with them to fight, like, some evil at this town. And they think it's some kind of beast because of, like, it attacks at night and there's this big smoke that comes in and it just, like, destroys all these people. But it's really interesting because a lot of, a lot of it is based on, like, fact. Like, just, hu- like, you know, it really isn't a beast. It's, like, really, like, a bunch of humans. It's not one big animal. It's actually, like, a mob of savage people, right? Hmm. And it's really, really good. It's, uh, it's, uh, but, you know, it's a box office flop. It would cost, like, $200 million to make, and it made $60 million. Ooh. It is one of the biggest box office uh, flops of all time. So, but it is... To me, I think it's really underrated. It was really good, actually. So, what's the name of the movie? Thirteenth Warrior. Make sure you check that out. It's kind of aged. I think it's probably came out two thousand one, maybe. I don't know. Maybe in the nineties. I, I do remember that, that, that. I did not watch it, though, but I, I do remember. You know what? I. It obviously it's not a, a medieval movie, but I wish it was. It was Reign of Fire. I'm think I'm thinking of like movies. Rain like, of Fire does not count. No, it doesn't because it takes place I mean, in like it modern dragons. I, it'd be on the dragon list. It'd be on the best dragon movie list. Yeah. But it's definitely and not it on has the been. Movie. And we did a podcast about that. What What about a uh, Knight's Tale? I don't like a Knight's Tale. The Heath Ledger movie. Is yeah, me either. either. A lot of people like a Knight's Tale. I personally don't like a Knight's Tale at all. I think it's kind of corny. Like I think they try to 
make a lot of the medieval time look contemporary, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got a guy who's a, who bets a lot and he's like, you know, he's a gambler and then, you know, you have him, you know, it's just like, I don't know, kind of, was that Paul Bettany? Yeah. It was, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of lame. I really lanky, but yeah. It had that pretty girl, shot, Michelle Shoshanen or something. You know? Like, and what's his name? Dated her for a long time. Um, Heath Ledger. Oh, the girl, the girl in the movie. No, I was going to say, wait, that was Data from Star Trek? No. No, no, no. no. Oh. No, Michelle, the girl. I, I forgot her name. Anyway. Uh, Shannon, uh, Shannon Shosham. I don't know. The one for 40 Days and 40 Nights? Yeah. Her. Oh, the DJ. Yeah, yeah, her. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's she's fine. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't like that movie. You know, you I know didn't what, realize that was her. You know what movie I do like that's kind of like contemporized like that medieval setting was King Arthur yeah with the um, Lone Grufford says name Clive Owen's in there right oh wait you're talking about um Kira Knightley yeah wait the one the one about King Arthur with um uh Sons of Anarchy guy okay. no that's the newest one yeah that's I know I, have, I haven't watched Charlie uh Charlie Hunnam yeah I haven't watched that one uh, okay I heard he was actually pretty good in that, but but I'm talking about the one from early 2000s had Mads Mikkelsen, who went on to do like a bunch of really good movies, mm-hmm. but uh, and uh, Clive Owen and Merlin and um, Kira Knightley was like some kind of Amazon warrior chick. Mm-hmm. I liked okay. it; it was pretty good. I got a curveball for you. It's historically accurate. You probably wouldn't have thought about this. Army of Darkness. Thought about it. It's not on my list. That was tec- that list. was technically, technically in medieval it is times. True. They yeah. w- was that specifically the Crusades? I guess. Yeah. Right. Like, I think that's what it's supposed to be. Right. I so, mean, imagine being a soldier. I, funny. I mean, being being a soldier in you know His Majesty's army, and if you're lucky, you're mounted on horseback, and you've got all this armor. All of a sudden, this. Studebaker drops out of the sky, <laughs> falls, and there's this like guy, and he's got like a chainsaw for an arm. He's got like a shotgun, which you, none of which you've ever seen. They're like, "Oh, the, my lord, that fire stick!" And you know they think he's like some demon the or something. Fire stick. He, they, he literally conjures demons because he's got all the deadites and like, and you've got Ash versus, him. and like what the proper English lady comes over to him. He's like, "No, it's it's just how I do things, baby." <laughs> That was a funny movie. Like Bruce honestly, that's seri- yeah, Campbell. Bruce Campbell. That series is so good. Yeah, like it really is so good. There are three films, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Technically, not a trilogy though, because yeah. because Evil Dead Two was supposed to be Sam Raimi's. Let me try and tell the first story better. better. Yeah. Also, he didn't have the rights to in the intellectual property of mm. the. Even though Part One was so incredibly low budget, he's like, okay. We'll try and fix everything and tell the story I wanted to tell, but we'll basically have to shoot everything over again. But we got a little bit more money this time. Yeah, that's awesome. That counts, man. That counts. Any anything else that there's there's I know there's a bunch of medieval medieval movies. I didn't touch on a few. I don't. Yeah, that's my list. I What's think. that one where Sean Connery is the dragon and um, Dragonheart? Yeah, is that what it's called? But he talks and he becomes friends with the um, the kid. No, the kid or the uh, the knight or the. The Paladin or something. Oh, I don't know. Who was it? That was, um... What is that movie? Is it Dragonheart? I can't think of it. Yeah. I can't think of it. All I know is everybody made such a big deal about it at the time because they were like, wow, you know, the animation is incredible, which by today's standard, it is not. And it's Sean Connery, you know? (laughs) 
I must ask you a question. We should do dragon movies next time, actually. We did dragon movies already. Did we? Yeah. Oh, like a year and a half ago. <laughs> that was, See, that that's was how one many, of our most downloaded episodes. That's how many podcasts we've done, guys. We already like started recycling some of the ideas. So make sure for the next episode of Real Talk, uh, you let us know you know what, what topics you want to cover or what movies we missed on our medieval list. And uh, yeah, we will catch you next time on Real Talk. Happy movie. <laughs>